Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Then and Now podcast. We are back with another episode. I have my co-host with me, Mr. Lelouch V. How you doing? Eh, not too bad. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more. We'll talk more. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Mr. E- Mr. Ethan King, the Comics Murphy. How you doing, brother? <laughs> okay, then. I'm uh, great. <laughs> I was able to dodge a bullet <laughs> with a bomb. I, I am happy. Yeah, I, I, I am I am thrilled. You high? That was a late, delayed ass response, my boy. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not him. It's, it's not him. That was uh, the computer. Because like, no, it, I, my, my, my response is audio. Audio wise, should have been perfectly on time. The if the yeah. the if if it's the stall is because of the obviously the background, which you knew about, Dev. But thanks for right. calling it out. Oh, well, I thought I stalled the camera, not the audio. My bad. My bad. Um, let's let's. <laughs> Is the audio too? <laughs> no, no. Right. Can you? If you're hearing us on time, I was like, because those are the late response you gave us. I was like, damn, did, did he hear us say something? No, he responded immediately. First thing he no. said was, hmm. I responded then, right after you spoke. Right. Yeah, he said, yeah. hmm, and then just like, didn't say nothing. I'm like, I damn, that's it. He responded right after you spoke. Well, my bad. My bad. I expected a little dialogue. My bad. Uh, for everybody that's watching. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What did you hear? What did you hear me say, Dev? I heard you say, say, hmm, and then like five seconds went by and then you said something else. It, it wasn't that that was a what very long five seconds in yeah. your brain because he was like, hmm. And then he that's not what, yeah, that's not I, I guess I'm I guess I'm <laughs> yeah, crazy. I, I'm wondering. I'll run the footage yeah, back. I'll run the footage back after we're this. Off, we're off to a great start. We're <laughs> off to a fantastic start. This is the show. This is the show. This is as good as it gets. It's all downhill from here. Yes. Then in our podcast, greatest podcast in the world, universe, the galaxy, and the multiverse. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> greatest podcast in the world. Oh, God. Um, today, we're going to get into some topics. We have a lot of um, interesting things that have been confirmed and leaked for upcoming projects that a lot of people may be interested in. Um, and we'll go get into the well before we get into it. For anybody that's watching and you want to know what this gameplay footage we have going on is, this is a game that I've been trying to get Otis to play for years now. Uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys are fans of the series, let us know in the comments below, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, starting with the first topic. First topic of the day. Drum roll, please. HBO declares the premiere date for House of the Dragon August twenty first. I know we all here. Well, I, I'm not. I don't think we've ever talked about it in length with Ethan before. But I know me and Otis at least were fans of Game of Thrones up until the the last season, like most people. Um, so are you guys excited for this? Are you guys? Do you guys even care about the prequel? I'm gonna watch it, but like at this point, I am so so used to being disappointed by content that I I can't bring myself to just be like, yes, this content is gonna be great before i see it anymore it is it is something i am incapable of at this point i feel but i am definitely going to watch it i think i mean i know the quality that they are capable of bringing i i mean that at the heights game of thrones was like the legitimately the best thing on television to me so if they bring that type of energy i i'm, I'm hopeful for what the series can become but am i excited for it no not even a little bit i feel like you're trauma man i feel bad for you because you're literally traumatized from content now like literally, if it, you know, if y'all are interested, whenever we're in a group chat, I'll send Otis uh, some songs, or it'll be a, a new show or movie coming out, and this man will literally just be so just like, "It's gonna suck," or I don't expect anything. I'm like, "Damn, you you ain't happy about shit." Fuck. It's not that I'm, I'm. It's not that I'm not happy about. It. I'm just like, yeah, I'll listen to it when it's out. Like, I'll form my opinion then, but like amping myself up beforehand and expecting it to be good when it could very potentially not be i'm not gonna do that anymore for what fair enough I just, do, do you go in do you go in at neutral or do you go in it seems like i think what it sounds like what dev is saying is you're going in pessimistically like you're going well, in I already really go expecting in just, it to be bad as opposed to well, I did that for Morbius, but we can talk about that when we actually do the the, the review. <laughs> I mean, most things, uh, no. I should, just I just should. watch it and just like, all right, hopefully it's good. All right. What about what about, what about you, Ethan? Are you were you a huge fan of Game of Thrones? Back in the day, yeah. Like I mean, the, especially the same time in the first, like the first four or five seasons, I was really into it, and then um, it took a little bit weird 
it, it was always kind of there always wasn't up up and down it was never just like the golden era there's always some some, mm. some some legs here some problems here and there some right. a lot of questionable content but the but once it got to as it ramped up towards like the final season and whatnot i was i was hype i was excited about it the the uh, cliffhanger with the dragon like blasting down the wall I was like, oh man, this is gonna be amp. It's gonna be epic. Uh, that song. I still have the song that played when that ice dragon breathed that that massive ice flame to knock that wall down. Mm. I still have that song in my um, like my workout playlist. So it's amazing. So I actually, I'm, I'm still, I still, the hype was real for that. And of course, that sure. final season really kind of undercut a lot of that. But at the same time, you can't deny that the seven years beforehand were still pretty cool. So I, I'm going into this with a lot of trepidation, but I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I would like to have something good to hang my hat on, but you never know. So we'll see. Fair enough. Um, have you guys read any of the this prequels? I know this is a this coming from a set of books that are already. I know Otis is probably the one that reads the most out of the three of us. I don't know if you had read it yet at all. Um, that book no. I have not. I read. Uh, I went back and started reading like the the actual Game of Thrones books just to see like some of the difference between that and the series. Mm-hmm. But I, I have not gotten to the prequels yet. I, uh, I mean, if they're anything near the quality of the the originals, I mean, it's going to be quality. By the way. Fair enough. I, I again, I was a very much so a fan of the series. I, um, funny enough, got eye surgery and then literally proceeding recovery for that binge watched that entire series within like three weeks, four weeks. So I caught up to everybody in that last uh, for that last Jeez. season, and yeah, I got hooked in that show really hard. I watched all but that. But why? Did, like, what kept you from watching it earlier? I just before didn't before the surgery. I had heard about it, but I didn't even know it was that big of a thing, or I just had I didn't really have an interest in it until I saw the hype that was being built up for that last season. But I think at that point, Owen said he was watching it. He, he was gassing it. Everybody else I knew was gassing it. I just I, again, I guess I was out of the loop because I had never even heard of the show. Until like that's that's that curious. Last season yeah, was like, for those seven out and a half years of what is seven in the I think at that point years. I was maybe watching a lot of anime crazy at that point in time. So I really wasn't checking for anything live action. That's when I was like, but you, really didn't, you didn't hear about it or you didn't see like any. I saw nothing about it. Knew nothing about that it. That is that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like and, and, you know, I feel like during the first uh, couple years of Game of Thrones, like between the memes saying like there's there's people watching it and then there's everyone else and then like I don't know. I just feel like that was such a big event or mm-hmm. meta. I guess it, it was yeah. the metaphor. Uh, for mm-hmm. I was everyone else for a long ass time. I again that last season. No, I got hooked in that show. I've like literally everything up until the last two seasons, I thought was damn near flawless for me. Um, like it was, Ooh, did a, I do not agree with that. Did an amazing job to like playing with my emotions, getting me to hate characters, getting me to love certain characters. Like it, it did a really good job of, uh, doing all that stuff. So, but I have not read this book at all. And I know it's the prequel not. to showing how the Targaryens kind of came into power, I'm pretty sure, or how the even how the Iron Throne was built. Um, so I guess I'm interested to see that to an extent, but nothing about the series. Maybe this is some redemption. I don't know. I don't even know. The thing about prequels for me is the fact that I already know how this ends. So you got to tell the story in a really creative way I mean, for me to really you, enjoy it's Because like, I think this is set like 100 years before anything in Game of Thrones. So like, yeah, we know eventually like the Targaryens come into power, but we don't know anything about like how the steps of that actually happen. Fair enough. But we know at the end of the, we know what the end result is. Though, I think. So if the journey there is creative and interesting, then I'm like, cool. Like if I thought, I know one of the Targaryens is gonna be like the final person alive. Like I don't know who it's gonna be yet. Probably the king, I guess. But again, I haven't read the book, so I don't know how um well R R was it J J R R Martin or R R Martin? George R R Martin. Martin. George R. R. Martin, that's what it was. I said J J. Jesus Christ. Um talking. <laughs> <laughs> J.J. Abrams, yeah, all, all these initials. J.J. Reddick. Basketball player. Yeah, <laughs> all these initial things. Are, uh, like, has he written a book yet? I don't. I don't think he, he has. It's probably yeah, coming. It's probably he coming. will. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how this series goes. Um, I, again, I love Game of Thrones initially, so I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh, yes, yeah, so no, it should be. Yeah. I mean, it'll be. The thing is, it'll regardless, it'll be <laughs> interesting to talk about. The even the worst seasons of Game of Thrones, and there's some bad seasons, are still interesting. Off, off season one, you think you think season one's the best season? season? Season one was pretty slow. 
I think he really didn't pick up until the third season. Like, but would you say season one is bad? It may be. I wouldn't call it bad. I wouldn't call it bad, but I just would call it like lackluster. Not not really eye popping. Like I will, a, yeah. the really good first episode, you know, when you got to see the White Walkers and you saw a little bit of Winterfell and you got to saw a kid pushed out of a building, like that was great. And then yeah, the energy hot. level just like really like nosed up and then it picked up slightly and then it uh, dropped. And then we got the Red Wedding and then everything was like pretty good for a second and then it dropped again. But I don't think they were that yeah, bad was, to me. I think the drop, I, because the like the like stuff like the Red Wedding or like the high points because they were so high it like it like helped me over i didn't i didn't think it was that like the red wedding i was tripping off the red wedding for like the rest of that season i was like yo that really happened i mean it was right. it was the this the season finale essentially like it was the red wedding then one more episode there wasn't like a whole season to trip off of i mean for you since you were watching them all collectively right like yeah yeah it's a different experience have, right but like I, I watched the red wedding and had to wait another year for another season all right that is the one thing that's interesting i've i've, I've done that now twice with like mass effect and this like playing something in it's from in its totality I feel like doesn't leave you a lot of room to criticize each individual part of it. You kind of just take it all in because I I don't know if it's just me if I'm just weird like that or if it's like it's a, just a universal thing. Because because me I, I I will I will critique anything if I'm watching it all at once if I'm watching it weekly either way it goes it's still getting broken down. It get broken down. But I don't think you would would you say you would critique something as in depth though because because when on episode to episode basis you can literally break down everything in that one episode than the next one but if it's all one story you have to in your mind isolate an event or a part versus it's already kind of done for you i mean that like that's how i watched a lot of my anime like and i can i can still tell you like the the core events of what happened in naruto and i haven't watched that over in years but like i still watch that like a lot of like the first Maybe like 400 episodes I watched pretty much jumbled together just because like after I figured out you could watch it all on YouTube, like I was there for hours. That was a good I mean, wasn't it? Oh, then I went to watching it weekly and I still critiqued it at the same level that I critiqued it with uh, going, going to, to weekly. So like it was no, it's no difference for, for me, but that's just the type of person I am. Oh yeah, that is Otis. What about you? Are you just in the way you're critiquing? Well, I mean, as far as like critiquing, critiquing, maybe not as in depth, but there's things that you notice in real time, Dev. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, regardless of whether it's you know sports or uh, anime, movies, shows. Like, if something happens, if you're watching a show, and a moment happens, you're like, "Huh, what?" It, it, regardless of how much time you have to process that, it's gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I react to critiquing things. It's kind of like it's I as I'm seeing them unfold, I'm like, "That doesn't quite make sense," or "What was that maneuver?" or "What mm-hmm. the hell?" In the in spoilers for the last season of Game of Thrones, a part where we're in pretty much all black, and all of a sudden the Dothraki are charging on the castle, and they just all just all the lights go out. And you're like in real time, you're like, well, huh? What? You didn't need another another day or so to process the idea of like, wait, this this does this make sense? You in real time, you realize something seems off here. However, mm-hmm. uh, with a little more you know time to reflect on it, you may actually have uh, formulated a few more theories as to why things are going down the way they went down. But I think you can always, you're, you're always going to have an opinion in your mind formulating. You're always going to have that. Fair enough. I understand. I understand that'd be so. That's interesting. Again, that's why we have three different uh, minds of thought here in the Internet Podcast. That's right. Um, is that, is that, you guys have any other closing remarks on the House of Dragon uh, topic? This one, do we know? I guess our Benioff and Wise, the two leads that worked on the original series, are they involved with this? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I mean, we can not. find it out. I hope sure. not so much. Let them yeah. be away from this. Yeah. Because I feel like those two are directly responsible for how bad the eight season are. So just, yeah, just let somebody else. Know. Did they do the entire show, though? Or they just did the, they did the entire season? show? I'm like as long as, like, as long as they got books yeah, but the to go thing off is, like fun. they they had the the books to go off for for the first what four or five seasons and those four or five seasons were the stronger ones in my personal opinion right and then then you got a whole season of Arya at, at the 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 whatever where, where was she what was that place with the faces man the assassin thing fucking stupid I'm sorry like yes the end result was good because she became pretty dope. 
but like the process of her being there was tedious and annoying. It was weird. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That one was a weird part. It's it's interesting. So that that's what I wanted to get into. I know we have other topics to discuss here today, yeah, but like, I like the the idea that <laughs> how much of a grace period do you give an artist? Like like you said, they gave us essentially if there's seven seasons, and we had pretty much people collectively think that we got about four good ones, or at least there's four that are based off of source material. That's that's more than half that are at least decent enough to watch, mm-hmm. and then three could say they're bad, or two essentially they're really bad. It's interesting. It's where do you say where do you draw the line as far as like these creators did more good than harm? I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, oh, I mean, I would just say like I I can't say like yeah like the the these parts are good or these parts are bad. I I kind of kind of looking at it collectively like the the entire ride and. If the ending taste is bad, like then it kind of sometimes feels like the whole thing is bad. But I can still go back and see, like, okay, these were good moments, but you still fucked it up. Like, you still fucked it up. I think that's what it is. I think what it, I mean, this is something that I, was, I learned forever ago in entertainment and writing. And everything is that as long as you nail it, is not yes, yeah, how you finish. It's all about how you finish. Mm-hmm. Because even if you finish, if you start off kind of rocky or whatnot, people will be along with you for the end. Uh, another show we all know is Supernatural. A lot of fans weren't on board Supernatural at the first like, couple seasons or whatnot, but it kind of it found its footing later on. And I know the ending is kind of crazy, but it's still the idea is, is that as you are able, if you're able to catch them on later, they'll forgive you or they'll forgive your transgressions much more mm-hmm. earlier. However, right. if you go the other way around, if you have an amazing entree and a great appetizer, and you have a horrible dessert or whatnot, people will kind of uh, resent you forever. And it's kind of a it's just funny to think about that. I am that person. Um, for sure that person. See, I'm I'm a lot more forgiving due to the fact there like when it comes to a series, especially series that are long running, because I, I honestly don't really it's long running series are kind of bittersweet for me. I don't really like them, but I like the more content for a series I enjoy. But I say all that to say when it comes to writing, I can't think of a lot of series that were amazing from start to finish. Like there's usually right. some kind of right. drop off or a bad fuck up somewhere because this the more content you have, the more room for error you have. Mm-hmm. So unless you're doing your story in like an incredibly like short format, like if it's an anime, maybe like a ten episode one season thing where it's just one story oh. told, or if it's it's like a one hour movie that's a one off movie with no second story. There's not a, there's not a lot of room um, for error there. Right. So exactly. when it comes to something like Game of Thrones, the fact that that thing was such such as big of a cultural phenomenon as it was and people loved it to that degree up until that last season i'm like i give them a passport honestly i'm just like although the the end of your you are I'm, i agree with you with the ending like if you don't get the ending right for any series i feel like it can significantly decrease the 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 value of the not even the value but just the overall you know, score the of a show I, I agree with the value value <laughs> yeah decreasing the value of the show um I still feel like I give you a lot of, especially like you just talked about. If more than half of a long ass series is good, I'll give you the like. If more than half of it is great, and then the rest of it is mediocre, and then that one season is terrible, I think they did good for what they were doing for a seven season series. You did good, and yeah. Then especially the, with the only, with everybody points to the key reason why it flopped so bad is just they ran out of books. I'm pretty sure aren't they, aren't these in this set of books like done already? Did he have this done? No, no, they're no, still not done. Still I, I, I don't. No, so there's, it's supposed to be seven books. I think he has a fifth one even come out yet. Mm, I don't know. Nope. The, the fifth one is no. not dropped. And I don't think, honestly, after the way the series went, I don't think he has an interest in finishing it anymore. When, did, when he did he start I mean, the series? He started it in the nineties because it was they, they were they were going to do like a movie or movies about it instead, like a song of ice and fire. And he was like, it doesn't quite work. It's too much stuff to put into a movie or whatnot. And so they then years later they approached him to do like a show instead. Um, so yeah, I think it's either the late '90s or early early 2000s when he first wrote the first book. But um, but yeah, it took him a while. I've heard of writer's block over 20 years. Yeah. You haven't finished a series yet? Cough, cough, Berserk. Cough, cough, Hunter, Hunter. But the thing is, with Berserk and Hunter, Hunter. Well, Berserk. I think oh, Hunter, Hunter's kind of done now. But but the, but but for that Berserk though, Kentaro Miyero, like he clearly like was drawing so much. Like I mean, he was mm. I mean, working crazy hours. Yeah. Uh, with George R. R. Martin, he's yeah. Everyone gets writer's block, of course, but it's not you're not illustrating things and having that kind of stuff to deal with. 
Uh, one thing I want to one thing I want to mention real quick though is just I kind of see. I think one thing that Otis is approaching it from too is the idea of it's seven years of build up towards something. Mm-hmm. This is the crescendo. This is what we're going towards. So, so we want all of all of our the past seven years we've been invested in this series to pay off. And if it doesn't pay off, you feel scorned. You feel in a way like this. This is what was the point of this? But the other side of that is that if you were in a relationship with somebody for seven years and the six the first six years were first six years were great, and then you have a really messy breakup you can't say that those first six years weren't necessarily worth it or weren't good. Right. Uh, that's kind of how I see things too. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of in between, you know, uh, where you guys fall. I, I, I can understand why you could be upset about the ending, but at the same time, I can appreciate what we had. My but, issue, this one, this specifically for Game of Thrones, not all endings, but specifically for Game of Thrones. The first mm-hmm. episode of that is called Winter is Coming. That is the yes. first episode yeah. of Game of Thrones, implying yeah. the impact that the White Walkers would have on the series. Right. What impact did the White Walkers have on the series by the end? None, really. I mean, it's virtually none. It's, it's surprising. That was, I was like, that's it? <laughs> that's it? We had all that build up for that? Like, every yeah. promo they did for that those years, that 10-year span that they have run that show, because they skipped years in between. And, uh, don't, don't, don't forget that, uh, Charlie. Like, they definitely skipped a couple years in between some of those seasons. Um, every promo was talking about winter is coming. Winter is coming. You saw the T-shirts, the hoodies, all of that merch. Winter is coming. Where the fuck was the winter? It lasted the episode. Yeah. It would not, not even not even a whole episode. It was <laughs> it, it was it is a weird the 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 dismount was so sloppy that it's like huh what it's, it's questionable. I think I really do think what happened is essentially because these creators DB Benioff and Wise they were involved with this project for so long and they had their um you know their fingers in Star Wars stuff coming up later on back in the day they they, they got fired from that but they had they were clearly had their eyes on other um, aspirations. And they, it seemed like they just kind of just started half-assing what they were doing. And I can't put all the blame on those two guys, but as far as it seemed, it did seem like the, the showrunners themselves just weren't as invested in the show. They, they clearly weren't later. invested because HBO gave them the opportunity to say, like, hey, we can extend this show two more seasons. Here's the money for it. It's like, oh, no, we're going to end, end it here. We don't need season 10. We're going to end no. it here. Deuces. We give you we'll we'll give you whatever you guys want, and they just weren't interested, and that's that happens. I but the thing is, I get it where you just you lose the zeal for something that you're working on for so long. Typically, what would happen is you bring in somebody else, another showrunner, other other directors want to take over for it, but they didn't. I guess they didn't want that to happen or whatever. But, but yeah, that's the the kind of the get back in your analogy you brought up earlier as far as the relationship thing too. Um, one thing I find interesting, I guess this. Is really when, when you, you speak about a relationship, too, where you had all those good years and the messy breakup, nine times out of ten, you're going back to that relationship at some point in time. Like, people will go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, go back yeah. to that ex a yeah. couple times before you're yeah. really done with it. Yeah, it's not a clean break. So I feel like we'll kind of see that we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see a good representation of that show and how well it did in the time with how many people, I guess, go back to the physical things they care about. You're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right, yeah. Uh, moving on to the next topic, which is the the, the reason why we have the game footage we have. Um, apparently, uh, staying with the theme of prequels, HBO is making an effort to create a prequel for the It movie. For Pennywise the Clown. Um, I myself yeah. am a fan of the first one. I love the first one with the passion. The first movie, the first remake. Uh, I've been, I, the, I, I saw the Tim original. Curry, not, yeah, not Tim Curry. Tim Curry one. I've, seen, I've seen that one. It was cool for me. But the Bill Skarsgård one that came out. Um, 2018. Yes. Is that what it was, 2018? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I love that. I love Bill Skarsgård as that character. The second one kind of was eh. Kind of fell short yeah, for me. Yeah, a little, little short, yeah. But a prequel. I don't know how far of a prequel this is going to be. If it's going to be like the beginnings of Dairy Main. Or if this is going to be like the beginnings of that weird. You guys know the backstory of the, like, the, you read the book? Nope. Uh, well, I know some of the lore. It's, it's like what twenty-seven year cycles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, so it would have to be the weird thing is there's like a creation myth of like there's a world universe turtle or whatever. 
Oh yeah, the, the whole thing is yeah. on top of yeah. It's like the the, the arch nemesis of the the clown spider. Yeah. is this turtle world? I don't know if they're gonna go that far as far as a prequel to the beginning. Dude, beginning. Lord, I hope they don't. That'd but be too much. It yeah. would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see like because we see all the all the dark imagery from the first one when it comes to seeing old Dairy Man and how that kind of went about. I'd love to see that series. Um, I'm from anything horror. I love to see horror, especially if it's, yeah, you do love some horror. It feels good in any remarks. I, I need to see it done. Have that many super high quality or good or content and as far as i'm aware of there's probably a lot more indie content that i'm just not aware of that i need to do uh the due diligence to go looking for. but as far as mainstream horror content there's not a lot of it out there. they're not producing as much of it yeah you, you pretty much have to go a little indie or, or go back to that's retro because stuff. they have like well, like a good 10 15 years of making horrible horrible popcorn movies and nobody wants to fund those anymore because they're not making money. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny about horror too is how you know back in the glory days of horror, whenever the eighties or nineties or stuff like that, and slasher films, like they were, they were relatively cheap to make, and because they had you know audiences that came out for them consistently, they didn't have to make that much money to make turn a profit. Also, they didn't have to be that good either. So it kind of had a weird trend of, of poorly made movies that people just came out and supported that made enough money to keep them afloat. And then recently, they kind of, like you said, Otis, they kind of, because they didn't know how to make good horror movies, it's like they don't know how to, they, they kind of lost the rhythm in a sense. I feel as though that back then they weren't really focused on making good movies as much. No. Making experiences. I feel like the horror movies in like the 80s and the 90s were more so based on, hey, bring your girl or da da da. Like, kind of what they are now. Like, you go to with a, a date or whatever. You don't really go. Popcorn movies? Popcorn movies. Popcorn movies. Yeah. 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 Essentially. Um, and I don't think it's been until there are obviously some outliers from those time periods where there are movies that are really revolutionary that push the genre forward, how they went about stuff like Texas Chainsaw, at least the first Texas Chainsaw, when you get into the later ones, it's kind of really weird and wonky, which is usually the most horror franchises anyway. Um, Talk about two Trey songs. You say Trey, you say Trey songs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Trey, songs is in a, Trey songs is in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre for about 15 seconds. It's like, what? Really? Using mm-hmm. it for a good like 15, 20 minutes. It's like a remake. Yeah. Like, Did they know he's not an actor? Chris, okay. Chris Brown was in uh, Stumpy Yard. Like yeah. he died around the same same murder. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't Chris Brown actually get killed in Stumpy Yard? He's like a shot right oh, yeah. So does Trey Songz. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dies in the worst way. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's in, that was actually that's kind of that's okay. But Stumpy um, Yard or or, or it was pretty the, bad. The Texas Chainsaw remake. It was alright. Okay, I mean, anyway, me back on topic. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I I had a whole point, and this nigga Otis just stomped the yard. You did, you did. did. Fuck me up with the trade. Yeah. um, Where was I even at? Jesus Christ. No, you were, I think you were saying. My my sneakers are so efficient that I'll take away from the actual point that we (laughs) have to go to. Oh, yeah. Movies in the genre that revolutionized the franchise. We had a lot of those that pushed yes. forward. Yeah. And I feel like we have a lot more of those now. We're just, I feel like now a lot more creatives are taking helm of the franchise and they're trying experimenting with different things to try to push it forward. But because people are kind of worn out with the genre because of the 80s and the 90s, I feel like people don't really always give it its just due or its just chance, me personally. Um, but it depends I, I, on I, how innovative it is. Though. I mean, obviously, Jordan Peele has done some. Yeah. People loved uh, get get out. It's a different kind of horror movie. It's more it's of a, a psychological, yeah. um, right? Which I think that's the main reason why people gave that a chance because it was such a like pro black social thing. That's like, all right, it's, it's pro black. We're going to at least black people gave it a chance. Um, which but is, also, it's a different because I mean, obviously, it got you know, uh, it got an Oscar for best screenplay. So it wasn't just the the black community, mm-hmm. but it was it was a different kind of horror. I think that's what the same thing is. You know, I, I know Charlie and I are fans of Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Otis not so much, but. It, it resolved. It, it did. Uh, uh, I know you liked it, but the idea is that it was a different kind of uh, horror. It wasn't yeah. just the same slasher nonsense gore fest that we've seen before. It actually had or gore porn, whatever, like Saw or whatnot. It was actually something different that people were able to get into. I feel like atmospheric horror is like is going to be pushed for the the near future. I feel like a lot more movies are kind of going that way. Um because yeah. it, it's just I feel like it's a better way to go about the genre in general because. You're building an atmosphere and you can make me be on edge for a lot longer than the 15 seconds until a jump scare happens right with exactly older movies like that um 
Well, well, let me ask you this real quick, Charlie. What was it? And Otis, I'm not sure if you liked it, the the films, the, the recent ones. What uh, what was it about it that you liked that resonated so well with you? Uh, for me, with it, ninety percent of it was Bill Skarsgård. I feel like Bill Skarsgård played that character so well, even down to the face. I don't know if you guys have seen. Uh, I forget what talk show it was was on where he like made the face yeah, outside of the makeup, and ninety percent of that face is him. Mm-hmm, like he just yeah. made he just. He's creepy and weird. He like his mannerisms and things like that. I think he plays that character perfectly. It made like and he, was, even his eyes. He's able to move like his eyes in different directions, not right. just cross eye, but like have him have him go from like right, have him go like both from one going right, one going left. Mm-hmm. Ways too. Talking to I remember like talking with Al, with Alan Maxson. Uh, he talked about being a creature actor. I think he just does well at being a creature actor. Just his mannerisms, the way he moves, the way he just does things on screen is really creeping me out. As well as with the the atmosphere, I feel like the CGI I know in that at least in that first movie was well done and well placed. Um, like scene that stands out to me it was like the garage scene where like it like blew up or whatever it came out of the. Like they were watching something on the uh, movie projector, projector. yeah, yeah. And it came out. I'm like, oh damn, that was really well placed and well done. The jump scares didn't feel cheap, and the atmosphere core was great, and it was just it was dope. I, I really I loved everything about that movie. But yeah. again, I mean, I, it's I funny. It's kind of it. So it one and Stranger Things season one kind of reminded me of each of each other. Mm-hmm. Right. In, in, in the idea, and they're, they're even set in similar time periods. Uh, it's the idea of the the shattered innocence, like children, young mm-hmm. children, having to deal with something that's so far beyond them, and seeing them, you are immediately endeared to them, and you want them to to, to win, uh, and seeing them essentially overcome odds, insane odds, to beat. Uh, a you know horrific malevolent creature mm-hmm. i think that was a big appeal for me right and then the thing with children and horror i just I, it sounds really weird uh, i love children and horror because it gives uh, a sense of helplessness that everybody yes. can sympathize with because you were children that were scared mm-hmm. of the dark at one point or had a boogeyman or something like that so you mm-hmm. empathize with that sense of helplessness that yeah uh, most children in horror like feel especially with something yeah. like it where he eats children it's amazing and the way he torments the children but really what the, the thing i like about the character the most is what you kind of kind of you get a similar feel with freddy krueger in the sense that he has a he likes to terrorize the children to make them taste better so right. it, it makes it, it kind of it's kind of i guess a cheap way to make it make sense of why like he'll chase the kid and let him go like he'll catch right. a bait and then let it go because it tastes better to him when you're the most terrified <laughs> exactly uh, it's it's yeah. funny you brought up freddy krueger because i mean <laughs> it's, it's been already reported in this show I told those numerous times how Freddy Krueger is the one that, that messed me up. There's all we all have our things that when we were younger kind of broke our brains. Mm-hmm. Freddy was it for me. Funny enough, five. the 2011 uh, Freddy Nightmare on fucked me up. Jack, Bad. Jackie, Jackie Earl, Jackie yeah. Earl. He Hill. was cool to me. Like he didn't he was, scare me. Like I thought it was like, okay, Rorschach. Okay, he was a get, good get them bodies, hey, catch them bodies, Rorschach. That's what I was. He was a good character, time. I thought. Yeah, he, Fred. The Freddy became uh, Robert England's Freddy kind of became more of a caricature, and he was almost from the start. He was kind of like having weird kind of fun, tongue in cheek fun. Yeah. But Jackie O'Haley, he was a tormented soul that torments souls. Yeah. Uh, I felt like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Robert England, Freddy, he became an icon. Like, he became, he became an icon, yeah. super icon. But so, the thing about in, the, in Nightmare on Elm Street one, the kids, quote unquote, kids are still teenagers, and oftentimes they were actually, you know, they cast people in their twenties, so it's a different feeling. And also that the rules as far as horror goes, where if you have sex or if you do this or that, these things happen to you. You didn't mm-hmm. feel quite as bad. You didn't feel happy for them, but you didn't feel as bad when things when they went down. Kids in like Stranger Things season one or it or um, even the I mean, spoiler for Hereditary, what happens to that young girl? It's like you feel you can feel bad because it's innocence lost. It's not. They, right. it's not fair to them it's just not fair in a sense exactly and yeah with freddie that jackie or Haley one really got me i mean aside besides the fact that he was an actual pedophile uh they confirmed that they confirmed uh, yeah they, they confirmed yeah well, at least with that version of him like his voice like that voice really because I, I i think up until that point i haven't i hadn't seen the watch movies uh before beforehand. oh okay yeah. but I, I wasn't I, I wasn't familiar with um with jackie or Haley, Haley at all besides that movie that yeah. voice messed me up. I thought the the CG slash prosthetic they did on Freddy was really good as far as him being a burn victim. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the atmosphere they did a good job of like weaving in between consciousness and um, being awake. They they did that. I feel like very good with that movie. I don't know what it, like that 2011 Nightmare and Friday the Thirteenth. I feel like were pretty underrated, good in their own 
their own mm-hmm. right. Um, which I don't know if I didn't get a season, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm I thought curious, they, were, they, just, they came at a bad time because, like, that was like right there when people were just like flat out tired of horror movies, right? Like, and they yeah. didn't get the reception that they wanted to get, so it was like, okay, we're not gonna put this much effort into these horror movies anymore, we're just gonna stick to the popcorn flakes that get us a quick buck, right? Yeah, because that, that was the thing, too. Those were not those, they were, those were like essentially bigger budget. Mm-hmm. horror movies too they weren't just like I mean, back in the day they made well, halloween was made for under a million dollars and then you know the original friday the 30th friday the 13th was made like, in two weeks or some shit so it's mm-hmm. like the, these to have these the remakes though they took they put effort into them they actually had big budget big big investments studios were involved and they did and research was, with that like that mm-hmm. friday movie like the one scene where he's killing the guy in prison he's already killed him he was like well you're dead now but you have a certain i don't know how accurate that was but if it's real that's phenomenal writing they're like hey well you have a certain amount of time your consciousness and your brain works for a certain amount of time after you die but for that whole amount of time i want to torture the hell out of you for that whole time and i was like damn that's terrifying i'm just like i'm already dead but you're gonna keep fucking oh man so stuff like stuff like that i'm like damn that was immaculate writing it was really well placed the the acting it's it's a horror movie i feel like it was better than a lot of horror movies i've seen but it was still good for what it was i think the writing is really and really well-written horror movies are exceptionally done. Those are all good points you made because uh, one, you brought up the writing, uh, and oftentimes horror movies don't necessarily have the most innovative writing, but if you have good writing, it's like, that's great writing. Or you have actually put in deliberate writing. Uh, Or two, you mentioned the acting. I mean, back in the day, horror movies were just based on the idea of like, can you scream really loud, Jimmy Jimmy Lee Curtis, that's all that matters. So it's actually having those things. Yeah. It was, yeah, I, I love I love that that series of passion. Um, yeah. Not the whole series, but that movie in particular. I watched a couple of the, the older um, Robert England stuff. And I thought they were cool, but they didn't really intimidate me the same way as Back Row Haley when they weren't as intense. They were more comedic. And, uh, yeah, it, it's jovial. it's different now. It's yeah. I mean the, the my the way it is in my brain is the same way that The Exorcist is in Otis's brain. As far as like it's just we can recognize years later that it's not nearly as terrifying on a cerebral level but it's still because it hit us in our hearts when we're younger it just see that messed me up like i can't say that about the exorcist like the exorcist doesn't get less scary Mm -mm. honestly the more like for me for me the more Mm -hmm. intelligent you are the more scary that shit gets because you watch those like they made this what 40 years ago and this is still creepy to me like this is still like why is she crawling like that? That is that's still not okay for me. That is not an okay point. Uh, and honestly, that's I, I need more, more horror movies to affect me that way. Like, I need you to have an effect on me. Like, be horrific, cause trauma, like, be sinister. One, not two. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That because that, yeah, we both like sinister. That first yeah. one, oh boy, yeah. Man. That was great. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yes, like a lot of fun. that. That is that is my my honestly my requirement to enjoy a horror movie at this point. Like create an experience that I'm going to remember negatively, but not because it's bad. Because like this is fucked me up. Like I how need to, you. Yeah, how it affects you? Yeah. Same yeah. Time. It was uh, that, and also um, I know y'all both saw The Conjuring one. It was. It was. It wasn't. It's not. It's not. Obviously not as, I don't think it's as good as some other like Exorcist or whatnot. But it's. It I'm still really had. It, it was still a very solid movie. It had solid, very solid performances from Pat Wilson and uh, Vera Farmiga and whatnot. And it was a cool. And the idea too that these are real people that haunted down real uh, like monsters mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So it's actually. It. It's still. It was innovative enough that it worked. It worked well. I thought. Quick side change on that series. I feel like at that point it needs to be like an HBO series. Because I thought they were trying to do that. The movies, the movie, like whenever the movies are, whenever um, Patrick Wilson and Vermiga are in them, they're they're good to me. Whenever they like yeah. branch out and do like the nun or the the uh, Annabelle comes home bullshit, like yeah. whenever they don't have those two in there, I feel like it's just not as good. Like their dynamic and their chemistry on screen when it comes to horror and like especially with horror where they're always putting themselves in danger and worried about each other, I think it's amazing. So whenever they like all the best ones are when they're in it. So if you do a series where they're just doing case to case on a case to case basis i feel like that'd be fire especially if you could have some kind of continuity in it where like you saw the nun was like stalking him they got certain 
spirits pissed off at him. Yeah, whatever. Like re- like a reoccurring relationship with these different spirits. Like right. I think that would be cool. Um, yeah. Now I also agree with you. I, I want to correct what you were saying though, Charlie. You said uh, the ones with Formiga and uh, what's his name? You said Patrick David? Wilson. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Sorry, they're they're the better ones. I would argue that those are the only good ones. Um, if those two aren't in them, they aren't worth watching. Uh, yeah, in a the Nun is the highest budget horror movie that I've seen in a while, and it's still one of the worst movies I've seen in my entire life. That was the highest promo. I, I think all that went into the promotion, bro. I swear. It, it, it was coming right <laughs> off the momentum of the um, I think the second one. Uh, mm-hmm. People were like, oh, this is going to be fire. And it, the, and the, yeah. it, the promotional work did they, look. They were saying, this is so scary, we can't show you scenes from it. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, honestly, I I we, we should have took that as a warning. It's like, wait, you can't show me scenes. <laughs> the darkest <laughs> chapter in the country universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so I, scary, I paid, we can't advertise for it. I paid money right? to go see that movie. And when I tell you, I have never wanted to track down somebody that wrote something so bad. It was like, what the fuck is this? And what, makes the it even, fuck is this? what makes it even That's worse is that we've seen Valak in the other movies and she was intimidating. Yes! Yes! In, in <laughs> Why is she, she in the up. sewer? Why would you ever have a ghost in a sewer? I'm just saying. like, Why is yeah, that church built like that? And then she doesn't I, do anything. Another one. Like, she just behind you all the time. It's behind you yelling. They I'm can't like, she gonna... the same writers. They can't be. Yeah, they can't be the same writers. Probably James Wan doesn't finish shit. That doesn't finish anything. So James Wan, we have to get into Malignant. We'll, get, we'll, we'll hit Malignant another time, I guess. But that that dude, yeah. I never wanted to fight somebody so bad because you'll start. He always Wait, starts James these. James Wan did Malignant. He, no, he yeah, started he, the Conjuring. Yeah, he, I think he wrote. Oh, yeah, he did. Boy, he he did. was involved with. Uh, he directed. directed. I, he directed. I don't know if he wrote. I it. see why he don't finish things then, because if he if he wanted to, if he chose to do that, like that was a choice to make that movie. But yeah, the crazy it's thing all is, it's all choice. He has multiple franchises at this point that he'll start, and the first movie out of those franchises are phenomenal. Yeah, you look at the bang. first Saw movie, the first Conjuring movie, like they're phenomenal. But then the he'll fir- get the first Fast that he directed. Yeah, because I think it's five that he did. Yeah, because yeah. Saw. No, no, yeah, Fast and Furious five. Uh, did he direct? He did direct those, didn't he? Yeah, he did like one or two. Of them. Yeah. Jesus, like he'll yeah. start a series and then be like, "All right, I'm I'm gonna start something new," and then let somebody else handle it, and then they just go down the drain. Right. And if you don't if you don't know that he's not directing it, you're expecting that same James Wan quality, and then it's just. Did he, he just, also do Archive eighty one? Did he? I, I don't know if he directed that, that or if he was. I think he was involved with it, but I don't know if he directed it. Because that that whole series felt like a love piece of James Wan, just in a bad oh, mm-hmm. oh okay, it really yeah, did. I, like I still need to Wan, finish though. that. I need to finish that off. It's I, sorry. Not in a good way, though. Not in a good way, because that shit. <laughs> okay. I, like, I didn't finish. I watched like the first three episodes. And, like, exactly. Yeah. You I didn't like, finish. I got to finish. Because I, I think, Dev, you were the one that was trying to champion that show the most. Yeah. Oh, I just, I ran into a depression and didn't finish it. I need to oh, finish okay. It. That's, that's okay. But um, don't. Don't finish it. Trust me. Shout out, shout out to Small Screen, because they reached, I just recently edited a video for them in which they talked about how that mm-hmm. show. I was getting, on the comments in that, too. It's not yeah, getting a second season. No, yeah. it's not getting a second season at all. They didn't bring uh, enough money for it. Um, so they said they didn't bring enough uh, enough attention into. What, it which, wasn't good enough to continue. It wasn't. It was. It was a little. It was a rough slog. Well, here's what's interesting about it though is that I was. I was. And we were talking about you know having black voices in in horror. I was. I was like. I was like. Yo, we had to have our, our boy as the lead character in this horror movie. This hard horror, horror series. Like, That's well. awesome. And it. No, I was like, damn. And that. <laughs> it was. <laughs> And I was like, come on, man. I want to have a. What was this? Archive 81. Archive 81. Oh, yeah. The lead character is a. Because it's, it's, mo- yeah. it's mainly just him. A lot of the time mm-hmm. it's just him. Running I around wanted him to be good so bad, but that nigga was boring. Boring. Yeah, it's it, it very boring. It, that's like, almost like it's like. That's the point is for it to be boring. It's like, what is this? What is this? Yeah. I will say. Oh, shout out to Bakertown. Yeah, Malignant was bad. We all kind of had a unanimous agreement. First five, so, five, so, yeah. The thing about Malign- Malignant is it is entertaining how bad it is. It's like. You can you can hundred percent watch it with a group. That'd be amazing for us to watch it together uh, on edibles or whatnot. And it's, it is yeah, just so yeah, yeah. over the top bad that you will laugh. I will say it's a fun uh, movie. Like that action scene in it fun. is fun. Yeah, yeah, Some of the, like the fun. scenes when they try to be like intimidating yeah. is funny. I, I look at that shit like scary movie almost. Like when they're trying to be intimidating, yeah. but it's just exactly it's yeah. funny. Uh, exactly. Which I'd probably watch that again at some point. If I'm watching it with a group, I'd watch it again. 
Right. Um, it's a fun crowd movie. If right. you want to see me talk shit to a to a completely different level, we can watch that. Other than that, then I'm I'm not gonna watch that. That's what that's what it'd be for. It's it'd be very akin to watching was it Scorpions or not Scorpions Revenge? What was the other Mortal Kombat one that we watched? Oh together? god, uh, it was the sequel to that. Though. It was Mortal Kombat Legends. Legends or something. We gotta get another, we, gotta, we gotta do one of those videos. I want to try to do a um, yeah. I was like you saw that that video I sent you last night. Uh, yeah, it'd be dope for us to do another video. Right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. There was like five of us that watched that. A more common movie. And it was. We, yeah. I think the best part was we knew it was bad from I think minute three. We were like, oh no! And there was another yeah. ninety minutes of that shit. It's so funny because we all had the same realization at the same time. Same time. There's no like for anybody that doesn't watch us on a regular basis. We barely ever like come to the same conclusion at the same exact time. Exact with like, same either warm up to it or time. somebody gets convinced. But for that yeah. movie, we all saw, oh, this is terrible at the same moment. Exact thing. It was, it was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like yeah. Warner Brothers, you did it again, huh? You Jesus got us. Because we, we were hyped. It was a bunch of us there. We were hyped for it. We were we, excited about yeah. it. We had just watched this. That first Scorpion one was just, fire. We all seen that still, first it's one. It's still great. Scorpion's Revenge is still great. Yeah. As a palate cleanser, let's get into the next topic to kind of cleanse our palates. I don't know how important this series was to you guys. You guys were probably a little bit older when this came out. But apparently... The Grapevine says, uh, according to Punk Beast, shout out to Punk Beast, um, their website. Uh, my boy James runs that. They do a lot of, they get a lot of great insider scoop information. So if you guys want to see more articles in regards to new rumors and things that have been uh, dropped and that are accurate and not clickbait, go check out Punk Beast. Um, Twitter, website, all that stuff. But according, Disney Plus is developing a Finding Nemo TV series. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is someone going to be in it? Who? Ellen Ellen I mean, She's probably. A... I don't know if you have. You really <laughs> have do you have Nemo without Dory days. now? Hmm? I don't really know if you could have a series without Dory in it. At least a Nemo series. That'd be kind but of she, El- but Ellen's, uh, Ellen's kind I of. I think they may want to try to find a way. Yeah, she's uh, kind of on the outs. She's pretty she's heavy, canceled, heavily canceled right now. Yeah. Isn't there a show still going? No, no, her show is actually that's the no, thing. Her show, her show is literally gonna, ending. I know she said it was ending, but I thought she was it's like still going though, right? I know if it finished all the it, way. It's yet. in this final season. I'm not yeah. sure when it officially it runs off the air. I'm interested but, I mean, to that's, see that's what the how bad that's now. she literally got canceled to the point where she actually was her show was canceled. She's like, I'm done. Fuck this shit. Um yeah. it wasn't by her choice. Yeah. That's the <laughs> yeah. how how old were yeah. you guys when Finding Nemo came out? Uh I don't remember, but I mean no, I was young. I really enjoyed Finding Nemo. Like Crash Nemo's was super great. dope to me. The the turtle, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, well, of course, he seemed high all the damn time. That's why you like him. Yeah, I mean, he is high. <laughs> that was before I started smoking, so I just thought he was just cool. Okay? It's something so, about you, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I want to hang out with you and eat, eat, eat chips. <laughs> oh my! I was God. like, whoa! And I was like, whoa! And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Shark movie is great. Finding Nemo was actually my shit. Finding yeah, Dory, I still not, haven't seen to this day, though. I don't want to watch it. I thought <laughs> Finding Nemo was a Pixar series. Hmm? I thought that was a Pixar movie. Or is that, is that for real? Yeah, they're, they're both Pixar. Disney yeah, Pixar, all, yeah. Pixar. Oh, so Disney owned Pixar. Yeah. Well, no, they, they partnered up. They're not Disney does not own Pixar. But oh, yeah, yeah. Pixar I mean, they made a lot of Dis- the most of the Disney Pixar movies are like Disney movies. So like, I don't think they, has Pixar ever made a non-Disney movie before? I have no so clue. So Pixar is its own studio. Pixar yeah. So is it just is this the animation studio? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all okay. Studio, so that makes they sense. They partner up to do lots of things. You'll see the opening credits. It always says Pixar and mm. Disney. It never just says Disney. Has it's, Pixar always, missed yet? Have they missed? Yeah, they've they've had some misfires. Uh, People all like they say that Cars uh two or yeah, Cars. Oh, uh, the cars, yeah, the one with Mater's and Spy. The, or, uh, Good Dinosaur. Um, I haven't seen that one. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you haven't seen it. Yeah, the one, what was the one? Onward, Onward wasn't bad, but it didn't hit as much. You know, uh, they had they had a one that came out recently. Um, the one with the red panda. I think it's called Seeing Red. Seeing which red. I heard that was good though. Yeah, I heard it's pretty good, but it as far as uh you know making his money or turning heads, it's not as on the. So it's it's not, so they're they're still a like quality studio, but they're not always like you know burning the bar burning the barn down necessarily. Yeah. They're highs are high. I mean, Incredible. Wally, Wally is Wally. one of the greatest movies of all time to me. Mm-hmm. Wally's great. I love Wally. I love, you said Nemo's great. Incredibles, like you said before, Incredibles is great. Are, these are all things that have been milked for like the last uh, 10 or two decades. I would not add cars to that list. Oh, I'll fight you over that one. Cars is fire. 
Oh, but cars made cars made serious bank. Like you said, Dev, cars actually still at the park at the Disney parks. Cars makes a lot of money. Kids love 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 cars. That was fire. Lightning first... McQueen is an icon for somebody. Lightning McQueen that yeah, that, that, that merch that gold. merch moves. Nah, we gonna fight over that. Cars is fire. I don't care what you say about that one. Or this. That was... Life could be sweet. Well, I well, I fight over that. Anyway, oh, um, I don't even know what the fuck you were just saying right there. That was this, that this was, song. <laughs> that was strange. song from the movie. That was really fucking good. Um, um real, real real quick um austin kearns is saying how a mini series yeah okay sorry no you go ahead you finish it my bad my bad finish it up no i was to say it was that austin kearns said that a mini series would make more sense i believe austin's referring to you think it's it or i, I think, think it's is it it or um uh, he said the creature's history so i'm assuming it's it yeah it's pretty, okay yeah because yeah. i yeah, also made a couple of comments here i agree uh actually with austin i think that if we were to do a pennywise or even just in the universe of this type of series, a mini series is a better way to go. It, mini series have been, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, but mini series have been hitting it more. So we're in the golden agree. age of TV more so than movies, essentially. So I, agree. I really agree. Not you, DMZ though, uh, but yeah, I mostly uh, definitely DMZ. agree. DMZ. I try. I try. I actually tried watching that. I was like, oh no, this is bad. <laughs> yes. Love Rosario Dawson though. I like, she was great. Yeah, yeah. Like again, no beef toward Rosario. She's always great. Um, yeah, I kind of, mm, I don't know. I don't I mean, I don't really care either way when it comes to that. As long as they're not trying to get in multiple different generations of the story. Like, if you're just focusing on the, like, establishment of Gary Main, which they talked about in that first movie, first movie then I'm cool. Yes. If they try to go from there to jump around to, like, another age or, like, no, just tell us one story. Other people will be there for Yes. But the, so the thing about it, too, is it, I would you want it to be would you want to have another series of kids that Pennywise was essentially torturing, or would you want it to be adults? I, I think it works better if, if it's children again. Well, the, he doesn't stalk the adults because the adult, he like Mike controls right. the adults. That, right, yeah. right. He puts a veil over them. So yeah, it'd yeah. be, yeah, if, if you kind of create good. that magic again with kids dealing with him, that'd be fun, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I think the only exception with the adult thing was because the kids beat him beforehand. Just like he was talking. Right, yeah, he had a personal grudge against them. Yeah. Right. Moving into our last topic of the day, this is going to be kind of interesting because it's kind of uh, connects with something that's ongoing now. Moonwright's writer Sabir Pirozada uh, is on board for a Marvel Nova movie. So oh, I don't know yeah. if it's going to be a movie yeah, or a yeah, show, yeah. but I know yeah. there is a Nova project coming out, and the right. writer of Moon Knight, he's getting banged. I'm pretty sure there's, an, there's, an, there's another series we talked about that he's going to write or he's going to do, and I forgot which one it was. We talked about it on one of our live ones before. But, it's in the Marvel universe, or is it? Uh, I don't know. If it's, it may, it's probably in the Marvel, yeah. But right, or or it's in, it's in a House of Mouse problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but people have faith in him. I mean, I've I don't never I don't think I probably have seen. Him. Yeah. So far, the way Moon Knight's looking after that first episode, I'm excited to see what he does with Nova. I've always, funny enough, my first introduction to that character was uh, Ultimate Spider-Man series with um Drake. Oh, that's Drake a very, Bell? yeah. I think Jake yeah, Bell played Spider-Man. Um, different version of it yeah yeah I, I i liked that character a lot i thought it was cool i thought his powers were interesting uh the nova core was like a good concept that's why i was i was waiting whenever they did guardians and i saw that they had the nova core there i'm like where are the dudes in the helmet shooting laser beams out of their hands Where, what's going on with that why is that not right yet? yeah 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 what's funny about nova i was introduced to nova back in the day through green lantern because someone said hey the nova core is basically the same thing as the, the marvel's mm -hmm. version of Green Lantern Corps. Um, I was like, really? Okay. And, and I, don't, I don't, it's not necessarily like that, um, but I, it's, it's just the idea of an intergalactic space force. It's, it's their response to it, essentially. That's how yeah, it's their response to it. Not yeah, a sort of response. Maybe just because I, I enjoy the Green Lantern mythos. It is. In deep. It is more in depth. Yeah. yeah um, I, I agree. It's not gotta, the there's got to be a better now. No, this is sure the Nova Corps. That's that, that was a close, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the closest we could get to it, but yeah. that was just uh, my introduction to it. But I, I'm on board for that. Um, and we, you brought up Moon Knight real quick. I know we haven't talked about Moon Knight at all, but um, I if if this the if the guy who handled that show wrote that show was doing something else, I'm on board. I've only yeah. seen one episode, but I I enjoyed it. So right. I don't know if he's directing it, but the writing. Like, I'm so happy. I don't know what it is with Marvel right now, but they are on fire. Some of their shows recently have been some of the shows and movies. Like with, well, no way home. I feel like. 
they just been you know putting out, as far as just putting out good content. Yeah. They just putting out good content. Yeah. Solid content. Uh, Above average content for sure. Yeah. Um, enjoyable content. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyable. Fun, uh, fun content. Fun, yeah, fun. And nothing wrong with yeah, nothing wrong with fun content. Yeah. Uh, real, real Great quick, content. real, real quick. Um, Austin does say that, ironically enough, that in the book, Pennywise does go after adults too. So I'm not sure what all could be involved. Just real quick. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 I didn't read the. Not a bit. Which not makes sense with the. With the Glad they didn't have the well, the actual ending of the book in uh, the second movie. They could not. Yeah. You mean that part with the whole? Yep. Wait. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could not. That's, oh, that's I mean, that's that's. I don't, I don't, <laughs> that would have been. A... I don't. I, don't, I don't, there, there are things that Stephen King has done and written that like it's like okay, you were, you were clearly on drugs or, or you were something's going on. You I don't know what that repressed. was. He was sexually repressed. Is what that was. I don't know. What I look was. at him kind of sideways after that. I'm like, really, bro? That's what you wrote in there. That's yeah. the one that makes you look at him. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, you, is there anything else more egregious than that that you can think of? Then it's just like, that's read, read, some of, read some of those still, yeah, read some of those books. I don't know, bro. Fair, you've read more than we have. I'm not gonna say because I don't want to get his uh, kicked off. No, 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 mm-hmm. but but, but, <laughs> but the, 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 the thing is, uh, we, we all know we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about the thing is, is that um, I think the way he tried to describe it ultimately was that it was meant to be of. Amongst them, it was something that was important to them to do. Mm. Each other, really, but they couldn't go like play catch in the park or a uh, picnic. I shit. know, I know. They're eleven. <laughs> yeah. Eleven. Yeah, they, they're literally stated to be the, before me school, middle school, something like that. Yeah. Right? So it's it's uh, yeah. Right. Oh man. Anyway, anyway, we have to, and again, as in true then and now fashion, we end on something like that. So right. Before we leave, I'm trying to make it a point to have some uh, a creepy corner, I guess, where either I bring up a, a scary story or just something, or uh, either we'll make this my either or because I couldn't find one. I forgot I was up making a project, but my I guess I'll steal your your thing. I gotta upload that into OBS too, so we can start rolling. <laughs> but the either or of today, fellas, would you rather or either be for the rest of your life, you're running this individual. This in, these individuals are hunting you until the day you are in the ground. Either Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers. Freddy. Michael Myers, who you talking about? You must like, you must not like to sleep. Bro, I think that's the thing. Fred, with Freddy, you can't ever sleep. You can never sleep. I mean, Freddy has never, ne- Freddy Krueger has never been intimidating to me. Not ever. Not once I watch a horror Freddy movie and I'm just like, oh, God. It's a guy with knives for fingers. Say we're switching hands. The movie like, don't. The movie don't mean shit. He's real life now, hunting your ass down in actual life. The thing is with Freddy, if you are not afraid of him, he can't hurt you. He, is that and how how absolute no, is that? I sure feel like that, he still has some power. Yeah, he has power over you. You can fight back like in the Dream Warriors, but he was still yeah, murdering people with super power. Yeah, right in the Dream Warriors, he gets me. He gets me. But like, I'm not fighting Michael Myers. Like. I'm not he gonna was, try that. He was fought though. Like, I mean, his think about this. His his daughter, well, not his daughters, I'm sorry. His sisters and family have beaten him like, in, be, in the yeah. real world. Oh shit, they they have him. they have plot armor. Nigga, if they were anybody on. else in that armor. series, if motherfucking if motherfucking Buster Rhymes can piece him up, I'm fighting this nigga. I'm giving him hand. I'm sorry. H2O, right? and he got H2O. sliced in half and got he lived. He, he lived because of plot armor because he put in his contract that he can't die in a movie. Is that oh, well. what he did? Buster, yes. Buster Rhymes did? That's yes. how everybody's doing that. Boy, him, The Rock, was it uh, Vin, Diesel? Vin Diesel? But they can't even get also hurt. That's not a problem. Like, yeah. as horrible as this Halloween Kills movie was, did you see how he was killing people? I don't want yeah, that smoke. That was, I don't he was like that Goku. That was another thing. Uh, and, and this here's another thing to, to back up my my belief, though. Austin does chime. Austin, Austin also said Michael Myers. Right. Um well, Dev, what would you say though? What's your? What would you I'm going say? Mike just for the fact I can fly to another country and I got a I got a good while before he figures out how to get on the plane and come to another country where I'm at. I can't imagine Mike even knows how to fly. Like, yeah, buy like, a, yeah, yeah. He went from like an eight year old to mental hospital. He gonna swim. He gonna swim. He would swim. I got plenty of time. He, he would swim. I got Mike, plenty of time. Also, I can Mike, take Mike is 
I think they haven't they kind of explored in the lore that Mike is almost possessed by a demon. Some there's more, mm-hmm. some more. Oh, um, he he gonna he's gonna get there way sooner. He than will you get think there. They, it's inevitable. So it's weird because I think in the sixth movie, with like it was not the cursed child, I forgot what it was called. They in, in insinuated that he was like cursed with some kind of like demonic possession type deal. Yes, but in the first saying. original one, he was just a person. Just they a just demon. Not, yeah. So I don't I don't know where they're going with it now. Was they're saying they're kind of him and his sister linked. Weird. I don't know how they're doing that. Because they're not even related now. Again, yeah, they changed that lore up as well. Right, but I got time. I can take a nap. Mike's not immune to bullets, so I can fly across the ocean, get into get into some kind of compound. (laughs) We get cameras everywhere, and we get landmines everywhere. If he makes it through that shit, I'm just dead or whatever. I can I can take a nap before I die. That that's the, the thing. Fact, you, you can rest. Resting right. is big, oh. Like, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I get lazy as hell, and I take naps. I saw Freddie get punked by Kelly Rowland, bro. Like, I'm you not. Can't crap that movie. That, he that's, tore that's, her that's, fucking that's nose off. Jason. You can't count that movie. That was Jason that came up and took her out. No, he took her nose off in a dream. No, he like, didn't. He yes, Jason he literally came up and sliced her. From no, I'm not about her death, it. but he was tore. He literally ripped her nose off in a dream. Was fucking with her the entire time. Yeah, he was. Freddie was doing that. I think Jason did finish her off. Yeah. But that's the my, point. That's Freddie versus Jason. Like that that anyway. was the two everybody. Was ba- everybody real big and bad with Jason for that first twenty-four to forty-eight hours. You not sleeping. Once you get into seventy-two, where you're sleeping while you're awake. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, that's what happens. You 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 don't, you don't realize you're dreaming while you're awake. Yeah, and he just fucks mm-hmm. you up. And no matter how much medication these motherfuckers were burning themselves on stovetops, taking yeah. adrenaline, and you still crashing at some point. You yeah. get no rest. He is he is the war of attrition. You get no sleep. It's 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 inevitable. I think that's the I, thing. I, 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 like if he get me in my sleep, <laughs> then cool. I'm cool. I mean, I fair. If that's fair. If you're cool with that, that's fair. I'm, and the thing is, you I'm are free to make your choice. I'm still getting my sleep. Plus, I do not fear Freddy Krueger. I've never feared that man. I plus, he get me there. That he's just stronger. Freddy likes yeah, to torture yeah. niggas too. Mike usually just kind of gets to the point. Mike quick isn't kill really. Usually. Yeah, Mike's another entity. He does not. Yeah, get he, off he doesn't really. He admires his kills, but he doesn't like. He's a quick kill. He's like a apex predator. Didn't we? Yeah. Didn't we have a whole thing we were talking about in Halloween mm-hmm. kills? How he just chose to torture people in that one specifically. So like, we, how he made his wife watch her husband get stabbed repeatedly. Like, didn't we, we talk about that? Yeah, we did talk about. But this, this is another. This, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's 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 a reboot though. That's one movie. Out the rest of the movies, he like. Or even it's it's inconsistent. That's the most recent movie. I, that's what I'm saying. If the rest that of them, he doesn't really do that too much. He admires his kills. In that one too, that one movie too, that was kind of inconsistent because Very that first one, he went through the whole one take where he's just slaughtering people back to back to back to back with quickness, like on some on some like Assassin's Creed type shit. Back to that, back to back. They that's because the they, they caught yeah. him outside and he was outnumbered, so he had to get the quickness. No, 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 no. That first one where he's going. That huge one long one take shot where he's going from house to house, down the killing people like yeah, living yeah, rooms right, and right, shit. Right, right, right. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like he's yeah. got straight to the point. That one scene, I don't know what. I guess it was the whole thing. He was amped up because he was in jail for a minute, or I don't know what it was where he put that old woman and that old man up. Because every, everyone it, it just else did quick death. I, I I almost don't even take that as actual lore. Of the, of right. The consistency of the- Freddie though, we know Freddie gonna torture you in the worst way. He gonna get your into. The worst insecurities that he can figure out, and he gonna fuck with you in the worst way. I'm yeah. cool. I'm cool, bro. I I don't need to get killed in a dream by getting like drowned by snakes and shit like that. I'm cool. What what I, what I would say is unless pretty much unless you are literally guts, um, with a big ass dragon slayer sword, because he was hunted down too. In a, in, a, in a large sense, guts guts is a person who fought both. He fought monsters in the real world, and he fought. He was hunted down while he was trying to sleep. Unless you have a big ass you know, a massive sword to battle these things, you're fucked. You're one way or the other. Dead corpse. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So, I'm isn't that he, a, he was one of the corpse. That redundant? A dead corpse? Well, yeah, yeah, born that's that's corpse, how fucked whatever. up it was. Yeah. Dead corpse. When I, when I have a corpse. It was, it was, <laughs> like, is it a corpse? Is it if it's not dead? She woke up it's dead. A, if it's a dead corpse, <laughs> that means Like, what is a live corpse if that was a dead corpse? Oof. A zombie. I guess a zombie's a live corpse, zombie, right? A ghoul. Is that a or a vampire. Or va- yeah, you know, you know, yeah, vampire is definitely a live corpse. That's yeah, 100 percent vampire. Yeah, sure which which cool. dovetails nicely into Morbius. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's not it's it's, it's, it's not nowhere bad. near as bad as what people think. Uh, I told you it wasn't yeah. gonna be that bad, man. You, you, everybody you, gassing that shit because they don't like I don't know what it I guess I guess I get the hate boner for Jared Little after the Joker shit. 
if he would have not have taken that role, people would not hate him as bad because he he shit the bed in that one. He made that people would hate that man with a passion. I think he did. <laughs> I think he did all right in this one. And Morbius, I think he did all right. I like him as Morbius, but yeah, that Joker shit put a stain on your career, my boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Also, he chose to male use condoms. Not 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 us, not Warner Brothers. He chose to do that use too, condoms, so. dead rats, yeah, um, rats. Above, uh, sex beads. Yeah, use sex beads. Yeah. Um, First so, off, did he use them or who used them? He just uh, anyway. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna ask. I will. Fuck that. Anyway, and, and, and on that note, we this has been another episode of the Internet Podcast. <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody watching on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, hey, Twitch. Um, Shout outs, coach. Make sure you guys check out everything at Learn to Prove Entertainment on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram. Watch the shows. We got Bay Chan, uh, the Blurred Cartel. All that stuff. All that. What stuff. it sound like? We got a bunch of good stuff over there. Black created content, black owned yeah, content. Yeah. So if you guys want to support us, uh, again, if you can follow us over, please go to the YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. We got. I'm trying to get that off the ground first. Um, if you guys want to see us in particular, go to the Then and Now podcast on YouTube. Um, subscribe, like, comment. Let us know what you guys think. Um, any other closing remarks, from my distinguished co-host? Nah, not at all. Not today. Nah. Well, this has been another episode of the Then and Now podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys.